Hello, everyone. It's Melting Wax Podcast. It's Jess. And Raj. And your boy, CP. All right, let's get right into it. What got you hot this week, Rosh? Um, the baby moves into this neighborhood and it's full of Trump supporters and they're all mad, you know, white people stuff, calling the police for no reason, being upset he has to pull up with guns and security and all that. Like, he's not a rapper and they're not Trump supporters. So they're more mad he got guns than that little white boy with a gun. I got me hot. They need to mind their business. He should carry whatever he want to carry. That's- he has the right to bear arms. Huh. We all know that doesn't apply to us. <laughs> we definitely need to register for guns. So he moved into a neighborhood with a lot of Trump supporters. Yeah, he moved into this neighborhood and he kind of like, you know, he built like nine foot walls and then, you know, he really upgraded his place, mm-hmm. got headlights, but he kind of need that type of security because he's a rapper now. Like, yeah. You'll become someone who has that much influence, making that much money. You can't just live anywhere. You can't just let your house be able to be entered. Mm-hmm. You can't just not walk around with people, um, like bodyguards and stuff like that. You can't just do that. Right. Did you guys hear about Offset getting pulled um getting pulled over because he drove through a Trump rally apparently? Yeah, I seen I seen something like that. I seen something like that. But I mean, if anything got me hot, if anything got me hot, I'd say um it was let me see the the cop the cop that shot um Breonna Taylor. One of the cops that shot um Breonna Taylor. I think it's the same one that did the interview. You talking yeah, about he's suing your boyfriend? Yeah, he's suing the damn boyfriend. Like I was oh. like, this is the definition of goddamn white privilege. Like, <laughs> how the hell do you have the nerve? I can't even nerve to kill somebody. Kill someone and then like sue the. I, I just can't get into it. That would got me hot though. That definitely got me fucking hot. For I sure. definitely saw that story and was just like, wow. Like nothing surprises Bro. me anymore. White privilege added white fucking privilege. That's right. Systematic racism does not exist in America. The words of Mike Pence. Um, uh, well, actually, got me hot this week. Was not in the news, but I let y'all know that my professor exposed hella kids in my class for cheating on Zoom exams. Okay, she showed their entire video, and I'm like, "Lady, what is wrong with you?" Like, that got me hot. I felt so violated. I felt I felt embarrassed for the kids in the class. Like, I know that she had to break some kind of law to do some shit like that. So that's what got me hot this week. Uh, what's your Captain Planet? Who is your Captain Planet? My Captain Planet for this week is my mom and dad because I didn't have rent, so they helped me. And I'm going to give it to Netflix. Netflix is coming through with all these black sitcoms. Okay, I have not left the couch. Okay, watching One on One. I heard they're getting the Chappelle show. I'm really excited. Um, the Chappelle show on Netflix. Yes, on Netflix. I hope they they're gonna, probably going to remove some episodes, but I hope they don't like you know. Mm-hmm. They definitely gonna remove some episodes, but Russell Wilson and Sierra from a charter school in the Seattle area. I feel like they doing more than a president right now to help people. They contributed like one point seven five million to rebrand a charter school program called Cascade Midway Academy. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Shout out to Russell Wilson, man. Hopefully that nigga won the Super Bowl this year. You feel me? And they game won the last time. We all know what happened last time. But shout out to Russell Wilson. You feel me? He's doing big things. You feel me? Shout out to him and his family. Um, I said my Captain Planet. Um, 
I'm all right. I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm not embarrassed at the same time. But I'm gonna say my Captain Planet is fucking Kanye West. You feel me? My dog mm-hmm. doing big things in Haiti. Apparently trying to apparently trying to help Haiti out. So I'm giving Captain Planet for this week. Uh-huh. If that's the case, that's a good thing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, Kanye is no longer at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to rappers who need to shut the fuck up because Lil Wayne mm. <laughs> is blowing up on the internet because mm-hmm. he endorses Donald Trump. Well, we will get to that. Um, oh, you we get to it now. Go ahead. You have him as your Captain Poop. Well, Mr. Oh my god. He did. He. Re- I understand why he out here going around with Trump. Trump and him, they around the same tax bracket. Me and him, we not. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I could understand him wanting somebody that can lower his taxes, but at the same time, why he need his taxes lower? Why can't our taxes be lowered? Yeah. You know why? Why can't he? They take. Why can't millions heirs and billionaires take these L's for the country? They they so proud to be in this country. They want to take these L's, you know, pay the tax they're supposed to pay. Listen to me. It's all BS to me because the truth about it is when you have that cer- a certain amount of money, you're really good at making it. And you're really good at, you should be really good at getting people to keep you from having to pay taxes. Be like Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's so dumb. And then I saw the video resurface with him doing an interview with someone and they were asking him about Black Lives Matter. And he's just like... I don't have an opinion about that. That's not my problem or some some stuff like that he was saying. And I just think, did we learn from Offset's video when he was getting pulled over two weeks ago? Do you know who I am? No, we don't know who you are. You are a black guy in a car who they said had guns, okay? We're going to drag you out of your brand new car. You feel me? By your wrist, whatever. Like, these people do not care. And it's not even about taxes anymore. It's about how dangerous Trump is. Like, he's inciting people. Crazy he really people. Is, he really is. But Lil Wayne's always been like this. So when police brutality was happening, Lil Wayne want to talk about, I had a really nice wife uh, cop that helped me out. I'm like, great. But like, look at all these bad ones. Mm-hmm. And you can't, yeah, I understand not all of them are bad, but there are a lot that are. Look, we live in two different realities, bro. We live in different realities in these people. But I mean, it really is. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know, bro. We've we seen a lot of people flip during this time. Honestly, bro. And, you know, I'm just going to say, like, you know, um, to, to chime in early on the taxing, you know, like, it just shows, like, how kind of selfish people really are, yeah. especially celebrities, you feel me? Because, okay, yeah, with Biden's tax plan, there's going to be an increase to your taxes, like, 60 fucking percent. But, I mean, you guys can fucking afford it. You guys can afford it. You get what I'm saying? You guys just literally... A majority of you guys make money in your sleep. You 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 won't be making as much money as you usually do, but you're still you're still richer than most of the general population. You get what I'm saying? In the I, world, I mean, they're, in the they're, world, they're fighting their cause. Well, he feels like he's fighting his own cause. Their cause. I mean, oh they could say that why isn't um Biden going for these multi billionaires? You know, why isn't he trying to get money from them? You know, they they're all in the same tax bracket. Don't they? I'm, I'm pretty. Don't they all just? They're all in the no, same no, no. Bracket. The billionaires don't pay taxes. Okay. Billionaires don't uh, pay taxes. Trump gives them all types of breaks. Yeah, they get breaks. They figure out ways around doing that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Which is crazy because like the country, we all gotta pay our taxes, but you gotta you gotta go and and not do that. Why? How are you gonna be proud to be American and you don't pay your taxes? You don't pay for that flag. 
but we gotta pay for that flag. And then they beating our ass. What? We like pay they for, didn't, we they pay they didn't take fifty off the top of my check. They pay, we pay for that flag and they beating our ass and then they keeping those people who don't spend a cent. Shit is sick, man. Spend a cent. They they protecting them. Look, okay. my captain poop for this week. You already um brought up the officer who was suing um. Uh-huh. Kenneth, uh, what's his last name? Granatelli's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, so my Captain Poop is white people who are still not minding their business. I've seen another video on the internet with somebody just like having to get their ass beat because they don't know how to mind their business. Like you guys still aren't minding your business. I don't uh-huh. understand how hard it is. Listen, after November third, any I feel like anybody, any person that act up gonna get gonna catch hands. I don't think anybody. Is going to be like in the mood for it because November mm-hmm. 3rd is going to like change a lot. It's going to change a lot how we feel about white people, how we feel about this country. Because if once again we vote for somebody else than Trump and they put Trump in for another four years, mm-hmm. we really going to feel some type of way. Listen, my mom told me I need to go to the grocery store. People are stocking up because mm-hmm. <laughs> they are afraid of what's going to happen and stuff is, stuff is already happening. Stuff is already so happening. it's, yeah, it's a little scary. Uh, let's get into recommendations for this week. What have you guys been doing? Let me know. Recommendations, recommendations. Um, I mean, I've been watching this new show, Blood is Just on Netflix. It's great. It's hard, you know. It's pretty entertaining. You know, I just finished it. Um, how many yeah. seasons? Just one, just one season. But um, I guess I recommend that. Um, it's pretty good. Do you um, know the Greek gods are actually Egyptian gods? That they're black? That they stole them? That left them? What? Yeah, Greek gods. <laughs> Are Egyptian gods? They just renamed them. I don't know about all that. Yes, yes, they are because black priests were taken from Egypt and they were brought to um um Greece as slaves, and they brought the they made the first temple of Zeus was probably um Osiris. Black people have been stealing since back then, you know. Okay, got some knowledge uh, on us. Okay, right. That's why every time I watch shows with mythology, I'm just like this is like. But okay, keep putting these white people as our gods. Like that, that's the image. That's the that's the story they're trying to sell. So, you know, that's the narrative. Like they were here first. Like they show you cavemen in like children's shows. You know, they show you cavemen as white people. Yeah. I'm like, y'all came after us. So where the black people? Y'all came way after us. So, who is? Uh, what do you recommend? Recommend? Um, Queen's Gambit. I don't play chess. I never been interested in chess, but not you know because it looks fun. She loves. She loves. You know what she's doing. I really like it. It's a show about chess. Yeah, it's about this um this white girl. She she's a really good chess player. She's playing against a lot of these um really really good chess players, and she's pretty young. You know, she's trying to find her rhythm. It's very interesting. Okay, that's nice. How many seasons? I just learned how to play one. chess recently too. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys need one season shows. Well, um. <laughs> Look, it has to have at least two seasons for me to watch it because I refuse it's a to, mini get, series. to get into a show that was a miniseries. Yes. Oh, okay. You're sick. Well, my recommendation... Well, it's not really a recommendation. I just wanted to talk about it because I watched it. Bad Hair. You seen the trailer? <laughs> yeah, I've seen the trailer for it. Okay, so... Since I know you guys aren't going to watch it, I'm going to just tell you what it's about. So, it's about hair. <laughs> no, for real. So in the beginning of the movie, it's supposed to be a horror film. Uh, it stars this girl whose sister is supposed to be perming her hair. She's not really paying attention to the box, the instructions or anything. She's doing it all wrong. Okay, If, you, if you're a black girl, you're watching the movie, you know that she's doing it wrong from the get. Mm-hmm. And then it shows her getting like a really bad burn in the center of her hair. So ever since, she just never had no one do her hair. 
And, you know, she's older now and she's working in like some studio and she's under new management now. And so the new person that she's working with tells her, yo, you got to do something with your hair. Now, bear in mind, she's tenderheaded because, you know, the traumatizing situation happened when she was younger. She just never really did her hair. She just had it like natural and it was out and, you know, it wasn't really kept. If you look at it, it just looked like she put it in the bun and she didn't really use product or nothing. So the lady's like, yo, you got to take care of that. You know, I want you to, you know, be head spearhead this show. And in order for you to do that, you got to look the part. So uh, somebody recommends a hairstylist for her to go to. And she goes and um, they give her they give her a sewing. And it's like you're watching it and her like scalp is bleeding and it's really painful. And it's just like, you know, if you ever had a sewing, you know what it feels like to get your hair done. You can't really sleep good for the first week. And they're just telling her, you know, this is what you have to do. She's taking painkillers and all that stuff. It's just a full woman experience. But basically, they're trying to tie her situation into a, a old um, story that was written, like, back in slave days. And her uncle is, like, he teaches history at some college. And so he has this book with a lot of folklore and stuff. And one of the stories is about a slave girl who was walking across a by a moss tree. And she took the moss off the tree, put it into her hair so that her hair would look like masses, you know? And basically the hair took over her and it did the same thing in the film. And it's just a lot of conversations that I guess they were trying to have with it. Um, do I feel like anybody... Huh? Was it entertaining? Um, to a certain point, it kind of got corny and I was like, oh, I don't really care about this anymore. kind of want to end. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I guess it, it's just a conversation to be had, you know, about European beauty standards and what black women go through just, just to look white. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. So ends. Perms, first perms are chemicals that you put in in your head to break, breaking, breaking your hair, destroying your hair. You can never get your hair back when you put a perm in. You're doing that just to look like somebody. And sewings, it's like you just suffocate in your hair. And well, what I loved about it is that when she got her hair done, people were treating her different. She felt more you know, feminine. You could tell she had a confidence. And that is so true. Like, you ever seen the meme? They were like, oh, girls, when they get their hair done, they, they go Super Saiyan. Like Dragon Ball Z. That's literally what it is. When you get your hair done, you feel a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, you do feel better. But you can feel that way with natural hairstyles, too. She wasn't doing nothing to her, okay? She'd I know, but out. if she went to natural hairstyles and got her hair done, she'd probably come back feeling good. I mean, it's a process. For me, when I first went natural, I... I didn't really want to see my hair. Like I didn't want to see my hair. I didn't want to see my hair out. I went through phases where I would love to wear my hair, and in days I just didn't even want to see it. So it's definitely a battle that I hope our future generation of young black women will not have to deal with. That they would just mm-hmm. love their hair the way it is and not feel like they have to, you know. It starts with us because we gotta see that next generation. We can't just take a comb, run it through their dry hair, and go scalp your hair nappy and just rip through their hair dry like that. We can't do that. Like they used to be, like they did us. Like they did us. My hair was dry. No moisturizer. The the tiniest combs ripping through my scalp. Well, um, I don't know if it's anything that you know you guys feel if you feel like you need to watch it or nothing. But this is just what it was. Um, let's get into hits blunt for this week. What's the hits blunt? 
My husband is KFC's chicken fried chicken smelling logs. They're selling logs to throw into the fireplace. That's when I fried chicken. And my thing is, I don't want my house smelling like fried chicken if I'm not going to eat fried chicken. <laughs> Why the heck do I want to walk around? I want to wake up in the middle of the morning and just go, fried chicken. And there's no fried chicken. They need to be fried chicken. I can get that smoke and buy a fried chicken. Listen, we need to talk about why people are buying just the weirdest things ever doing COVID. They're sold out. They're sold out. People are bored. People got nothing better to fucking do, man. They just, I get it. I understand. They're bored. They don't know what to do. They're just trying to experiment, trying to do things. I understand. Chicken I scented it. logs. That's some white shit right there. <laughs> that is white. Because nobody, why would you do that? <laughs> You know how many times I want to complain her house smell like food? She does yeah. not like it. She want to. She has to burn a candle after. You know what I'm saying? Freshener, yeah. air out the house. I gotta take out the trash after. I take take out the trash after you, know? you cook. So that smell don't linger. And this boy was. They want that smell to linger, boy. Bro, they, they never had a roach. That's what. <laughs> All right. So my hits blunt for this week was Ke- Kel- Kelsey. Is that her name? I believe. So. I think it's Kelsey. Um, Megan Thee Stallion's friend. Uh, she said something, but it was nothing, and and I just want to say that I am over this. <laughs> I'm oh over who shot Meg. You know, what I'm saying it was a short little time period, and you know, I'm just over it. Like nobody's saying anything. No one has said what happened. No one. Everybody came out and did not say what happened. They all said Tori said a whole bunch of I'm innocent nonsense. Where I'm still friends with Meg, and now I no longer care. Yeah, Kelsey says nothing. She just goes like she just likes attention. I believe. And May, well, you know, she I saw like May is moving on with these people holding her back. If I hear I don't owe y'all nothing one more time and then you tell us something, I'm behind. <laughs> like I, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore about this situation. I just wanna know the ending and when I, I'm officially just ending my band on Tory Lane's music because I miss Chick's Tapes. It's a good album. I'm gonna listen to it again. And I'm enjoy. giving up on Tory Lane until they tell me he is not busy. Because it's not worth it. A black woman getting uh, hurt by a black man. Listen, it, it's all not of it is just it. a little too fishy now, bro. It's been drawn out and it's too fishy because nobody didn't say nothing. You can't yet. say nothing when you in court about it, bro. Stop. She's in court. Stop. You can't say nothing. Like we, st- I still don't know what happened between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We don't know the truth yet. They still in court about it. Oh my god. Johnny Depp and look. Amber well, since I don't know the truth, I have to be fair and not stop the music. Okay. I see, I see her feet, so that's another. I see her feet, and she got shot. But since we don't know what happened, I just I so just can't. Like, I can't not that person. He's not that person. You can't give up your music. His music. No, he's not, but I, you know, he's I, I skipped person. a song the other day and I was like, I'm skipping this song, but honestly, like, no one said anything and I, I no longer care about the situation. So that's how, that's just my, that's how I feel about it. Uh, you want to talk about the debate? We didn't get to talk about it last week because the episode, my bad, y'all. It, it was muted. We recorded an hour long episode that was muted. Oh, thanks my, to me. For real? Yes. Yes. Oh my, I'm going to be honest. I didn't, um, the last debate, I didn't see the last debate, honestly. Um, I caught, like, I, I'm gonna just say I see the last debate to be honest. I didn't really see the last debate. Listen to me. The only thing you need to get from the last debate is this soundbite. I am not Abraham Lincoln, okay? And I watched Trump and Biden <laughs> argue with each other over. It's the funniest thing ever. It's like Drax, you know Drax from um, Marvel, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when he was saying, "Oh, like this stuff goes over your head"? He, he was like, "Nothing can go over my head because I'm so." Yeah. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Trump. 
That was Trump and him arguing over him saying that he was Abraham Lincoln. It was the funniest thing ever, entertaining per usual. You know what I'm saying? You gotta laugh to keep from crying. That shit is just ridiculous. Like, if they if they should just both go on tour when all of this is said and done, just go on tour and do a little comedy. Trump special. is on tour right now. He's on tour right now, for real. But they should go together. It's good. Uh, let's get into discussions for this week. Well, let's skip my stuff for now. Because I don't know if you guys watch these interviews. What do you have there? You got Lil Nas X and Nicki Minaj. Lil Nas X dressed up as Nicki Minaj from Super Bass video. I thought it was nice. I thought that was a good look. Because, you know, when he came out, he didn't want to say that he was a bar because he wanted people to listen to his music. Yeah. And, I, and then he apologized to Nicki Minaj for not coming out as a bar. So then he was her for Halloween. He's the second person I thought that was her. For Halloween, Sierra was her for Halloween. Sierra was three people for Halloween. Mm-hmm. She was Meg, she was Nikki, she was Cardi. That was nice to see. I just know that shit was traumatizing, but I ain't gonna <laughs> I was like, I seen on Twitter, I'm seeing I'm seeing fuck, I'm seeing costumes, and then I see this one bitch, you know, with a wig just like Nicki Minaj. And then I'm going through the captions, I'm going through the comments. I'm like, hold on. It's Lil Nas X? I'm like, what the fuck? That shit scared the fuck out of me. I was I was like, what? Like that shit was crazy. Like Listen to me, bro. Everybody did so great for Halloween. I don't know where they went, but they got all dressed up. I love to see all the photos that was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, you God. know. Just that shit was wild, bro. I was Sweetie did um Beyonce. No, she did Disney Child. Yeah. She Disney Child and she did um all, all like all three versions of herself. That was kind of lit. She she did all three of Destiny Child's members, and it was herself. Yeah, that was lit. I give her props to that, bro. Listen, I'm glad everybody got dressed up for me because I didn't do nothing but play video games Halloween night. Everybody went all out. Yeah, that was nice. McRib came out again. Anybody trying it? Listen to me. We need to discuss this McRib. Okay, this has to be top priority. Why the hell? Do you remember? Do you remember getting that? For school lunch? I've, I've oh, never yes. Gotten, I've never had the McRib before, bro. Bro, no. they used to serve that shit to us for lunch. Like the sandwich with the little rib patty in it? With the little rib, boneless rib patty that shaped like a rib, but like a whole bunch of mashed up meat. Yo, yeah. You don't remember it? With the whole wheat bun? It was oh my horrible, bro. Yes, bro. They used to serve that shit to us for school. I so I don't know why it's on the menu. Listen, listen, they used to serve us prison food for lunch, bro. Everything was fake. Not real. They wanted to blame Michelle Obama, but it was like the school chose the most horrible selection. Listen to me. It was bad when Michelle Obama did whatever she did. It got worse because we couldn't even get no food from the vending machines. It had gluten-free and all types of nasty Hot shit. Corn. Look. Okay. Remember the fried chicken line we had? Got rid of that. Not not the one inside, the one outside. We mm-hmm. get the Kool-Aid that has a whole pound of sugar in it. Gone. Yep. You know that Kool-Aid was busting and people walk past you and they're like, oh, let me get a piece. Yeah, I not five pieces. Yeah, five little pieces. It was five dollars for five pieces, and everybody wanted a piece. Everybody wanted one. I'm like, listen, y'all gonna watch me eat every last piece of this thing right here, and nobody's getting a piece. Um, here I'll talk about Mike Tyson and Boosie. They did an interview that I listened to. I don't know when it came out. Might have been last week, but uh, I like the interview a lot. You know, um, I'm listening to different podcasts now. That's what I'm going to do now. I'm only going to discuss the podcast I listen to because I'm really going to take a hiatus from Instagram. But um, Boosie and Mike Tyson, they talked about, you know, when Boosie said what he said about Dwayne Wade's son. And I thought it was a good conversation. What did he say? I mean, what did he talk? What did he say about it? Mike Tyson said to him, 
are you, do you feel like you have to say your opinion because you're afraid that you might be gay or something to that extent? I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Who said that? Mike Tyson. And I'm sitting there watching him say like all these questions to Boosie, like, and Boosie was just like listening. He was just attentive. I'm thinking he would have been offended. He was not even offended. It was a really beautiful conversation. What did he say? Uh -huh. He said no. He said he's straight as an arrow. He just felt like he felt like that was a kid. And when he heard that, he's like, oh, that that's too young for them to be making such a crazy decision. And then Mike Tyson said, you know, I'm I agree with you, but it's not our place to say, you know, that yeah, it's not, not our place to. Say because there's a lot of people who were younger because he has from Anyam. Yeah, she made this decision to be um, a girl from the age like three. She said she felt that. She didn't, it didn't just happen. She felt that. She always felt that she was. Who's Yaz? You never saw Yaz? I'm Yaz. Oh, I'm Jazz. I'm Jazz. Jazz. This is girl. Well, around the time Caitlyn Jenner came out. Caitlyn is what they call Caitlyn? Bruce Turner Caitlyn? Mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah, yeah. TLC, not TLC, but one of those shows made one about this young girl who, who transitioned, transgendered. Her name was Jazz or Yaz. And she was talking about she felt this way since she was like three. And her parents knew since she, that age. And, you know, she always wanted the pink stuff. She always wanted to be a girl. She always wanted that experience. Yeah. Girl from three. Mm -hmm. But she didn't get any changes until a little bit later. And it's not like... Um, the daughter, Dwayne Wayne's um, son turned daughter, wants any changes right now. Yeah, she just wants to identify. But how with old? It. How old is she? She's pretty young. I think she's still in her teens. She's a little teen. She and Yaz didn't get any surgery until she was eighteen. Like you're yeah. closer to that age where she can like your like really say so. So as long as she's just identifying with it right mm -hmm. now and she wait until she gets surgery, then what's the problem? And my, I think Boosie thought that they were doing gender reassignment. I think that's what he thought. He jumped out on the limb with that. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, I'm not going to tell nobody when it's okay to know what your sexuality is. I've always mm -hmm. known I like boys. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I like boys since I was young, y'all. Like, before, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I can't tell somebody, oh, you're not supposed to know that yet. Like, yeah. that's kind of weird. But um, I thought it was a beautiful conversation. You should listen to it. It's actually short. I think it's good for you, Ping. You know, a lot of man talk, man conversations. And he said something... He said something to Boosie that I thought was interesting about women. And he was saying that um, we, were, as men, we look for a woman like our mother because she was our first love. And he was saying that the woman that you're with, the stuff she does for you is for her survival. But the stuff that your mother does for you was for your survival. So that's why she can never live up to that, you know, position. I thought that was so... Uh, no. That's interesting. Oh, first of all, because there's a lot of women who will give up everything, you know, even the food name out to the man that they love. Mm -hmm. Okay, they will give up just, and there's some mothers who would not do that. So to say it like that, it's not every mother, it's not every situation. Uh, I think it's specific to that uh, tax bracket. I think once you become, once you get that type of money as a man, like the women in your around you, like <laughs> I think that's how they think. I'm not judging nobody because I'm not at that level to even know for sure, but mm -hmm. I think that was sound advice for them. Because regular mm -hmm. devil niggas that's getting women to do everything for them. Like, yeah, because there's so many scamming men out here. There's so many scammers. Hey, Tiffy, hey, why are you grinning so hard? Girls will, girls out here buying PS5s for, for men and they can't even pay their rent. Hey, like, okay? Hey, nobody's getting a PS5 for me. Your mama will throw you at the window if you ask for PS5. Mm -mm. Okay, what else do you have on there? Um, oh, Beyonce retiring. So, like, Beyonce said that she's taking a break. You know, she, uh, quarantine time has 
um, let her realize she needs to spend some time with her family because she basically went from tour to album to tour to album for the past couple of years. Yeah. And now she wants to just, you know, spend some time with her baby, spend some time with her husband. She's married. She got I money. She can she can quarantine the style with the babies. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all I'm all for it. She she should take the break as long as she needs. Because she's giving us so much greatness. Beyonce can make money doing whatever she wants. If she wants to stay home and just come out with a, a I don't know, a line of cleaning products for your home or some crap like that, niggas will buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, spend the time with your family. You've achieved a certain level of success, but remember what you did it for. You did yeah. it so that you can enjoy things, enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with her deciding to do that. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah man. Family's always important, man. I mean, I, I ain't really, I was an avid Beyonce listener, to be real, but I mean, yeah, man, she, I mean, go ahead, man. Right now, man, the world, the world is in pause right now, so I just implore everybody, you know, use the time, you feel me, to connect with your people, get to know people better type shit. Okay, okay, um, so let's talk about, what's, what's next? Oh, let me, we, we talked about Offset already, but I'll talk about another um interview podcast that uh, I listened to this week, which was T.I.'s Expeditiously podcast, and he had Carlos Mello on there, and he told a great story about how him and Tiny got together, which I think is really good, and I don't want to spoil it, because if y'all do get a chance, you should listen to it. It's really funny, because it's like, basically... (laughs) He was trying to get at her and she was just not feeling him and she was just like using him, smoking up his weed and sending him home. Like it's really funny the way he tells the story, okay? And it's crazy what niggas will go through just for a girl that they really, really like. So I really love that story, even though he doesn't really finish it. But uh it's cool to see that he went through kind of the same elementary stuff that we go through when you're courting somebody. So that was cool. That's why I felt like girls should like understand because if a guy really likes you, he will go hey he will, go for some he will drive to your house. But some girls in just, the rain. They'll just run to whoever, but uh, let's talk about men's birth control. Oh yeah, uh, so um oh my men need to be on birth control and we just it's just a reality. It's just a reality that needs to happen man like all right sorry yeah um disregard what uh chinkping said that's false that's not oh a method of contraception at all but like it's, that, it's a conversation to be had best. man men should that, try birth control because that's the best form of preventing pregnancy listen out, but y'all don't always do it y'all don't always do it and then there's the girl rushing to go get plan b y'all don't yes, always do it. and y'all don't y'all don't always bring out. a condom either so every, every time you pull out, you but, know me, that's a hundred percent chance of no pregnancy. Shut the hell out, bro. But realistically, if, if you they, really want to be safe, you will take birth control. If you're not ready to be a father, take birth control. If they could, if they could come out, come up with a birth control for men, that would be they can. Would, they should do it, man. They, they don't do it. do it because they've always seen like let's shut the woman down, let's hold the woman. Yeah, back. I'm saying mess up the whole system, mess up the whole up body. Listen, every month our body needs to purge itself. I'm our body saying. can't do that if we're on birth control. Okay, that can mess us up. Y'all, y'all, y'all can have fifty girls pregnant at one time. And what? We we only come with all of our eggs. 
if, if, it, if it could just put like a cap in there or something, you know, close off the whole thing, just shut it off. Yeah, they it should be, this should definitely be the guys, bro. Yeah. It should definitely be y'all on birth control. And that's a conversation. Look, I'm telling you, bro, listen, bro, all niggas gotta do, bro, is just pull out. It's, it's, it's simple, it's easy, it's the best thing to do. If a nigga don't pull out, that's on him, bro. But if you, it's not out, on him, it's not on him because listen, if he doesn't you pull will out, be, you'll be a father soon. I, I feel out, it. <laughs> You know about to be a father. I'm not ready. <laughs> you about to be a father. You can tell this whole story with your child and your lap. All that nigga gotta do is pull out. Baby Look, Christ. it's not on him because let's say he let's say he makes the mistake and he doesn't pull out. The girl is responsible for taking the plan B and dealing with everything of the aftermath, and that's just not fair. So guys should be on birth control to avoid stuff like that. But you, but if you pull out, you what if you jump? What if you jump or high? You don't I'm do it. Out all the time, bro. You better be father soon. They should have gave us. They should have gave us the, 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 the that part. They should have swapped it. We're more responsible. Birth control, just because of that one percent. I was on Twitter the other day, and I see a bitch talking about that one percent. She still got pregnant. I don't trust. Bro, that no, she got pregnant because she wasn't taking it right. <laughs> there's just there's no way you're you you get pregnant. Uh, off of birth control, if you're taking it properly, and you can get pregnant um with from they say you can get pregnant from pre cum so that too. So, so y'all pull out game before you even you, you can still you got some things nah, nah. They checked it. They checked pre cum. They found sperm in it. You ain't pull out right. That's no pre cum before you even come like the stuff that comes out. You there's sperm in it. They they checked it. Scientists you, check it. There's sperm nah, in that. You ain't pull out right. That's what. So you can even pull out when that sperm is in you, in her. Look, when women finally take over the world, that's the first thing we're doing, bro. We put y'all ass on the pill, bro. Nah, just, just just give them a vasectomy. All oh, guys, mandatory vasectomy. You can't get them reversed unless you, I don't know, unless a woman claims you. You're funny, LOL. Next up. <laughs> okay. Um, we want to remind people to go out there and vote. I think early voting is over. Um, but go ahead and vote. November third is coming out. It's coming up, bro. Fill out your sample ballots at home, and then go in there and run through that whole. You know what's crazy? We have a record number of people who went to vote this um, early vote. Yeah, and they're talking about this is why I'm like they're doing this. I feel like they're doing this for Joe Biden just so we can get Trump out of office. Like everybody's doing this to get Trump out of office, but they're saying that Trump supporters are going to show up on November third. I'm like, first of all, if there's more people, like listen, if more people came out to vote mm -hmm. than ever before like even early vote then people voted in the last election don't matter how many Trump supporters come out on November 3rd they're not gonna win right mm -hmm. so if he wins something's up oh the, I realize why the episode stopped it's because we're on the computer it only goes up to 30 minutes that's why mm -hmm. so I apologize if this is choppy and there's several parts yeah I feel like they can't play me because they said more people that mm -hmm. vote um early voted than people who you know Voted at all yeah. in the last election. If more people early voted, if Trump supporters should show up on November 3rd, November 4th, Joe Biden should be president. If something different between that time, it's because the Republicans are coming yeah. with mail ballots. Early, early voting was very easy. You know, um, I didn't have to wait. I hate, I, I hate waiting in lines, but um, I, I think I voted couple, two days ago. Two days ago, I voted. But it's very easy, man. Um, I, I it, 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 Let me see. Today's the first. Um, yes. A majority, I, I, in some locations, a majority of early voting did end on the thirty first. I believe they they do say that there are some. There are still some locations that are open, but I'm not sure which of those locations they are. But um, hey, man, November third, get out and vote, everybody. So I can say, man, bro, vote. It's not a joke. 
You definitely uh, want to me. I want to talk about that lady. So CNN was doing this coverage on, um, you know, coronavirus, and some Republican lady who was on Trump's team, she got so upset. I don't have her name. I don't see the story, but she was so upset, and she was arguing about how. Oh, CNN makes people so terrified to go outside. CNN makes it seem like a joke. Like, um, like it's like, you know, something really scary happening. Mm-hmm. COVID is not that scary. And then CNN hit her with the, um, first of all, you need to like apologize to the, all those people who died from this because of your administration. You can't go around saying that. You can't come for us. Like, you know, wear a mask, all that. Because people are really out here dying. And there was a whole bunch of like, on uh, Twitter users replying like my my wife has a pre-existing condition because she had to be in a um in the hospital with COVID. She was in a coma for five days. I didn't know she was gonna pull through. And you have the nerve to say this. And there's really people out here losing somebody. You know? Damn, send me that clip. It's, 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 damn, I wanna see that clip. Like, come on now. But yeah, and I mean those people they don't I, I don't even think they have the room to talk because they have access to the best healthcare in the world, don't they? Access. So, I mean, their experience with COVID is not going to be the same as like your regular average person. Mm-hmm. Especially if hospitals fill up during surges, which is what happens. And then no so, one can get a ventilator because there's so many people in the hospital with it. It's not necessarily you're going to die because um, it's so deadly. But like if you don't, if a ventilator is what you need to survive because yeah. you're not getting the best um, medication and you need to breathe and everybody will have all the ventilators. How do you pick and choose who gets one? Uh, they've been picking and choosing. They have been. That's really... So, that's why I need to go. Because <laughs> they ain't choosing you. You're Emphasizing. But um, I did want to talk about uh, Jared Kushner questioning if Black Americans want to be successful. So, apparently... Jared Kushner. Apparently, we just, you know, we love living off the government assistance and we're okay with our status. I'm so, so tired of that narrative. Why, more white people are on welfare than us. What are they talking about? Listen to me. I'm tired of them saying that black people are lazy and black people like don't want to be successful or don't want, you know, to work hard. Y'all are where you are because of black people's hard work. Like, stop acting hey, like... Yo, everything, everything. Like, your success is not built off of... To this way, still to this day, day, benefiting from things that happen to this day. No, to this day, right now, there's slavery in in prisons, they're making them work. This is free Free capital, this is free labor, right here. They got prisoners because, in the um, you know, in the amendment, it's like you can there's no slavery unless you're a criminal, and then guess what? Now you're a slave, yeah. So they need to like check themselves because they're gonna keep saying that, and we're gonna stop caring. We gonna stop caring for their feelings, and we about to burn. Like, look at the um Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. Sooner or later, we're not gonna ask. Look, we're not gonna ask you for. All help. I know we're is we're not gonna ask you to put us on um fix everything. We're not gonna ask. We're just gonna take it. And then what you gonna do? You because they call us we violent. Can't, we can't ask anymore. Yeah, they call us super predators. They're not going to help. They call us super predators. They call us violent people. But they left the, they left their homes. Traveled the world, killed, raped, stole. Mm-hmm. And they have the nerve to walk on the other side of the street and be scared. Calling them super predators. Like they're you know the truth. They're super predators. Ever since, you know, the whole Karen movement. Mm. I've noticed that white people are not scared of us, bro. That it's all cap. <laughs> like what they put on the news, all these little things trying to scare y'all. Like, oh, young black man, you know what I'm saying? Like they are not scared of us. Okay, I've seen a skinny like 
four foot white woman barking up a big ass black man look like he fucking moved cars for a living, okay? Yo. Yelling at him about foolishness, okay? They, they I just feel afraid. like it might just be Trump emboldened them. Trump making them feel like they can do what they want. But when they get smacked in the face, well, they already felt like that. And they'll take hits and still be in your face. Well, they're going to they keep taking hits. It's a white motherfucking privilege, and I'm dropping some shit. You feel me? I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm working on something and some clothes. You feel me? When it's done, I'm gonna send y'all the clothes. You feel me? So don't worry. It's white privilege. That's what it is. And I'm gonna tell y'all how to fix it. When y'all get the shirts, I'm not. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Look what you had, uh, Adele's SNL skits okay there. some people were worried about one of um, one of adele's snl skits where it was like oh white divorced woman let's go to africa and basically she's over there and they're talking about oh let's go to africa africa's so great they're such good tourists and then this one girl go and goes and a tribe men and then you see a whole bunch of like black people in the back black men in the back carrying white women on like um, chairs and stuff like that, basically, you know, sexualizing the black men in Africa, mm-hmm. and that's good. Some people like it, some people didn't like. It. I remember watching it, going, "Why?" <laughs> like, Here's my thing: why? some things don't offend me. Like black men are sexy; they are, they are. They won't be carrying white women on the on their own heads or anything like that. Yeah, but they're definitely sexy. So yeah. go ahead and lust after us. <laughs> We're beautiful people. We look good. Period. See, black people sexy, bro. jealous of is the fact that black women can do it all we can wear it straight we can wear it kinky curly. we can wear it short and curly we can do whatever we want and that's why you're mad with versatile yes because we are the blueprint i always get a man when i see a picture of like kardashian next to Nicki minaj and beyonce and you can't tell tone. the difference her skin tone looking way too cold 
I and mistake Kim Kardashian for Lala all the time. Maybe Lala Anthony needs to run. I don't. I don't know if Lala notices that she just she's looking more and more like her every day. It's kind of scary. Yes. Like say that again. I'm saying I mistake Kim Kardashian for Lala Anthony all the time. Yeah, because I just be scrolling real fast on Instagram. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh my God, that's not her. Yeah, that's not her. That's Kim Kardashian. She looks too much like her kids. Her children are mixed kids. They're brown skin. Yet when you see a family picture, she looking more and more like them. But what? Oh God. <laughs> it's a little weird. It's it's very weird because black like it's like when black women do something, it's not liked. Nobody cares. When it's ratchet, it's ghetto. When a black woman, I mean white woman does the same thing, like get long nails, because I see white women with super long nails these days. Yeah. When their lips, when they start making their lips all pouty looking like ducks, they don't look too cute with those lips. <laughs> when they get those little fillers in their lips and stuff like that looking like that, looking like Trump. Um, oh, they're so hot. They're so sexy. She's so bad. I'm like, what? When they get, when they get, they get cornrows in their head, and you can see their little pink scalp, and they're like, she's so bad. Yo, raw chicken looking scalp. Cause like that, they, they, their scalp is the same color as the food they eat raw. Oh my god, it's horrible. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, what? Okay, I mean, that's what you like. Look. All I'm saying is, leave us alone. <laughs> so when you come for us, we just come for you. We come for you heavy, man. Y'all better stop acting like y'all don't, y'all don't do it ten times worse. Ten mm. times worse than we're doing. Yeah. The world would be so much better if everybody just stayed in their lane, man. Bro, no, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. have a problem coming out their lane, but don't step out your lane and, st- and then say something out the side of your mouth with it. Yeah. You feel True. me? Tighten up. Yup, you can't go out here trying to look like a black woman and then when black rights come up, you want to be silent. You can't go out here praising white women that look like black women. When you see a black woman, you want to be silent. Mm-hmm. You can't do those things. Because mm-hmm. you know where they got it from. You know who are the original, mm-hmm. the originators of their culture, all their culture. Everything that's popular right now was once black. Country music was once black. You know, rock and roll, that's R&B, that's black. Jazz was black people. That's all black. Everything. Hip hop. Everything. Exactly. There would be there would be no life without black people. Life as we know it right now. There would be no American culture without black people because before American culture, I mean black people um influenced their culture, they were doing everything Europe was doing. They were listening to European music, they were just in like Europeans, and then black people were like, Look how cool we are, and they were like, ooh. That's our culture life, now. Life would be very dull without black people. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Listen, I saw a video the other day too with like these well, Democrat versus Republican white people, like from I don't know where they were from, like some <laughs> one of these one of these country ass states, and mm-hmm. they just was wild out in the streets about to fight each other. And Yo. I'm saying like this shit is so funny. Yo, I love to see white people fight each other. Okay. I don't want to hear nothing about black on black crime. Because <laughs> white people fighting each other, it ought to be illegal. It ought to be against the law. Listen, for that. <laughs> I be trying, listen, bro. I be trying to tell y'all black on black crime is not real, bro. That shit is a fucking myth. Listen to me. Not, Yo. That shit is not real. It's just crime. All, it's just, all of it is just crime. It's just crime, bro. When Asian people kill each other, it's not called Asian or Asian crime. That's crime. When, 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 when white people kill each other, it's not called white on white. It's just it's just crime. The only bro, that's just the way that they do stuff, though. You know that they, they have they, to they put a tie on the way. They want to make it seem like black people are more are more aggressive people. 
That's that's the only reason why that that term was Listen to me. in the way, but that's not real, bro. Open the history book and all say white people person. We left England because we were fighting all over there with them, and we brought our stinky selves to America, and we fought. No, not stinky, dirty, disease ridden, disease ridden, disease ridden self to every other p- part of the world, and we kill people there. But it's okay because they're free now. They're free now. Listen to me, man. I think it's just all foolishness. But I thought it was so hilarious watching it because this is the funniest thing to see ever. It's like, what are y'all fighting over? What are y'all fighting over? Who's more white, right? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. They all look crazy. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, I love to see it. And, you know, November 3rd, I will be ducking. I'm a duck. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm sleeping on the floor that night. Um, You want to talk about... Oh, let's, I want to talk about Buster Rhymes real quick because last week, you know, the episode didn't air and I did discuss Buster Rhymes calling T.I. out for the versus the battle. versus battle, which I thought was so bizarre. But um, the reason why I thought it was so, so, so bizarre is because, like, before I even saw that story, I had watched the interview he did with the 85 Style Show, which was so nice. You guys should watch it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, you know, when he met Janet Jackson, he tells a story about doing the music video with her, you know, going all out. And, I'm, and then he just comes out saying he want to do a versus battle with T.I., who people have already picked that him and DJ are going to do a versus battle together. It was already decided, okay? Public opinion had decided it already. And he just, it was just the funniest thing ever. He just kept coming at T.I., even though T.I. came out and was like, yo, um, the generational gap is a little too wide for us to be doing this. It just it doesn't, it doesn't look fair, you know? And it, it, it just didn't make me sense. It was so bizarre. It was so bizarre. You have no idea. And I just thought it was so weird. I'm like, this man is just telling a story about how... <laughs> He met Janet Jackson, how wild it was. And I'm just like, I don't know. This this don't sound right. You know. Um you well, have it, but you know, like TI versus Buster Ronzo. Who, who do you guys think has that? Bro, that's not what? Yeah. I, I, I just want to hear y'all opinion. You're gonna say T well, I mean, it would be T I for us, because like how many how many of us know Buster Ron's music like that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a different it's just a different era. So I wouldn't even be able to it's not even the same type of music. Right. Isn't that the same? Bust around yeah, and make but, trap music. Yeah, but like, how many hits does T.I. really have? Though? You feel me? Like, I, I, I've been trying T.I. has albums. Like Period. I don't know. I've been thinking, I, I can't really think of many hit songs that T.I. has had, really, honestly. Oh, you're like, It's um, just weird. I, I, just, just think about it. You gonna put, you if you make a playlist and you got T.I. in it, Bust around gonna come on directly next? It's a little weird. Like you want you want to feel a little weird if Buster Ryan came here, on. Somebody next? already made a playlist. They got some stuff on here. What <laughs> what you know? That's a good. That's a, that's a, that's a banger. Whatever you like is a banger. Big oh, shit popping is a banger. Oh my God, I feel like he ain't got some stuff. He got songs. Okay, okay, okay. Live your life. Bring them out. Okay, okay. Oh, that was this one. Oh, wow. He got, he got, he got, he got, he got songs. He got lots of songs. I don't know anything about Jeezy, but I think it's a good matchup musically. Yeah. Uh, Buster Rhymes and him was just bizarre. It was weird. <laughs> like I said, he did a great interview on Eight Five Social. You go ahead and listen to that. It was really nice. I love, I love when old rappers tell stories about how they, they got it, how they made it. Mm-hmm. You know, they go through a lot of like circles and obstacles to get their stuff done it's really crazy yeah you know you, you think it's just some overnight shit it's really not yeah. you know before they had the internet and stuff like that you had to really work you know yeah, it's it's you really gotta more. get your mixtapes out there i remember people standing outside walmart so give me your mixtapes right i'm like i ain't gonna read watch this like here take this back 
I definitely say it now, you know, it is more easier for artists to become more successful in pop in this day and age. I think the biggest issue now is just it's just too much going on. Mm. You remember you said Drake was coming out with a new album, and I, and I said I really just I'm not waiting for any music for Drake because like he just always put music out. Like I'm waiting on other artists, you know. And I feel like things are coming out every. All I'm gonna say is that I don't know for the first time in a long time I haven't really been excited for a Drake album. I don't know if um I don't know if maybe Drake's music as maybe maybe if i'm feeling a decline in his music but i just haven't really felt it's not a decline it's, it's a what's the word bro it's too much it's too much music give us a break give us a break you know what i'm saying to live with what's, your, what's the one that last came on dark dark lane uh um the dark lane demo tapes that wasn't really like an official album that me. was earlier this year right i mean it, was it wasn't but it's like i i feel like i hear drake every week mm-hmm. and you know something every week he just did a song with um on what's, what's the album with 21 savage and um the Savage right now, yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like every week I'm hearing some Drake, and you know I don't have a problem with it. Go ahead and drop your music and all that stuff, but give people some chance to miss you. You know what I'm saying? Like give people the chance that your album will come out in a week and they call it a classic before before anybody even gets a chance to live with it because they haven't heard you in so long. You feel me? Yeah, but I mean, then you then you got the then you got the the, the Jay Coles and the Kendricks and people are literally clamoring, for waiting, them. waiting. And they're not just dropping. They just not dropping. I'm biting my nails. <laughs> honestly, honestly, you, you. I think you gotta find a fine. You gotta find the fine line. You have to find the. Um, you have to find a fine line between dropping, mm-hmm. like, um, dropping at a regular time, and then you know, like, just holding back. You like not dropping at all. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, like in the cases of J. Cole and Kendrick, and I'd even say maybe Bryson Tiller to an extent, you know, there's going to be a point where, you know, people are just waiting and waiting and waiting and they kind of get a little frustrated. And then I'd say like with Bryson Tiller's, um, mm-hmm. in Bryson Tiller's situation, like he dropped, you know, and he only sold like 66K, 70K. And I mean, I feel like that's kind of his fault because if he hadn't waited so long and dropped an album, if he dropped music consistently, mm-hmm. he'd be more relevant and he would have sold more music. So I get I, I get what Drake does. You know, he's dropping music on a regular basis to yeah. stay consistent. But at the same time, you know, it kind of it, it kind of becomes watered the, down. Yeah, a little oversaturated. You get what I'm saying? Look, the truth is, Drake, uh, Bryson Tiller is not, was not one of the artists who had that luxury. I don't know why he took so long to put his album out. I don't know what kind of contract he's under or whatever. He just didn't have that luxury. J. Cole, um, wearing thin. Patience is definitely wearing thin. Kendrick, you know, I could wait a little bit longer. But uh, Drake, he definitely has that pull. So he can go ahead and use that whenever he's ready and then come out with whatever and people will love it. For sure, for sure. It's just that I, don't, I mean, I mean, I, I give I give Bryson Tiller a little leeway because I I was speaking to a friend earlier and I was saying you know like this nigga Bryson Tiller he drops one classic album and he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants to because <laughs> Trap Soul that definitely was a classic album you feel me so he he he, he during that I, I say I say a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um I say like a two year period after he dropped um trap so he definitely had that pull because yeah. you know it was a new sound nobody was really dropping music like that so he, he he definitely was like in a way a pioneer for that sound but um the he just made it wait too long and he wasn't dropping as consistently as he should have and when he did drop this album this time around it just um you know there, there, there wasn't really many people listening to him 
I noticed that people don't really have long reigns when it comes to R&B. Like, even Miguel, we thought that he was going to be popping forever. I did. You didn't? I thought he was, man. I was really, I was like deep into his music. We like new voices. We like new voices. That's true. That's true. I think, yeah, I don't know an R&B artist besides Will. Beyonce, <laughs> mm. you know, of that high caliber that just stays relevant. A male, a guy, Chris Brown, maybe? Like, I don't know. I feel like I, I haven't really been listening to Chris Brown music. Like, so it's a hit or miss for me, truthfully. So I don't know. Honestly, the, the most, well, I say the most two dominating genres of music, I probably say rap and pop. And, um, um, yeah, yeah, I'd say rap and pop because, um, those those are the those are the um the genres that people really listen to you know the the the, the tiktok trends you know all the other shit mm-hmm. it all really evolved it, it all really revolves around those two genres yeah, but, but sometimes r&b can fall into popular music sometimes you know mm-hmm. a song that is really good r&b song can yeah, show up as a popular song so. some, yeah definitely sometimes but it just doesn't have the same longevity i say r&b doesn't really have the same well Nothing does anymore, bro. And nothing does because stuff comes out every week, bro. Every week. You don't get to live with music anymore. It just seems like everybody's dropping something. At I mean, they got time. the time right now to drop everything. Everybody home. Yeah, I guess so, too. But time time now, it just moves a lot faster. The internet moves faster. Something happens today, we forget about tomorrow. Something else happens. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to say. If you can do it, if you can really stay le- relevant, you know what I'm saying? That's why I like the old albums that are already out. The ones that I go back to and I listen to and I think are just complete great bodies of work because you can go back to them and you can cherish them and still have them and still run them back, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Big facts, big facts. You so, have Little Baby on there? Did we talk mm-hmm. about it already? I want to talk about the new pyramid that's coming out. So, basically, they found a new period in, pyramid in Egypt, and they're going through it, and they're, like, opening these tombs and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, like, yo, if you really think about it, that's our ancestors' tombs they open in. Mm-hmm. They're not opening their ancestors' tombs. They ain't opening Alexander the Great's tomb and going through his stuff, taking it out and putting it out for the world to see. Mm-hmm. They ain't doing that to their ancestors. Why are they doing that to ours? I understand it's important to know about our cultures and stuff like that, but you're not even labeling that culture as black. Yeah, You know, you you re, you changing everything to look white, and then you're opening these tombs where people have decided to rest. Look, and you know, taking them out, they're and... gonna get that woo. I don't know why they ain't gonna <laughs> people their bodies and people possessions like... for real. Because listen, black people are very spiritual, and we do be putting spells and stuff. We we definitely put putting things on. We be putting that. My brother has a theory about things like you know paranormal activity and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know how they had the movies and they were like, oh, this really happened mm-hmm. somewhere. My brother said the reason why that paranormal stuff doesn't happen to black people is because they prayed so hard in Africa and that they have some kind of relationship with the spiritual realm of and course. that's why we're protected. We've always been the type to like go into our minds and be able to speak to our spiritual ancestors. Like the whole falling down at church and feeling that Holy Spirit. We used to do that in Africa. We used to play the drums mm-hmm. and then the spirit would come inside of us and then we would drop. You see a white people church, they don't be feeling a spirit coming in them and they need to drop. Very monotonous. They don't feel that. Very monotone. They, their music don't make you feel that. Very name. Their ancestors name. can't come <laughs> in them with that. <laughs> their ancestors probably soulless or something. I don't know what they do, but their spirituals ain't on the same level ever. Look, man, that's disrespectful, bro. It is they're gonna get that woo. I don't know why they would do some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, some some stuff you don't need to know. 
Yeah. You just you just don't need to know. Oh, we can we can know if we were back to being our spiritual selves. We could like talk to our ancestors. We could mm-hmm. connect to them. We could understand these things. But they don't. They always seen it as like, you know, de- demon and how you won't call our religion demon, but you took your religion to go kill, rape, and do all that around the world. Like you said, I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic. Let me go to the new world. Do all this. Well, we have one minute left. So um, before we end this episode. Rosh told me some crazy news yesterday, which was that Who Let the Dogs Out is about ugly women. And I didn't know that. So Yeah, ugly women in the club. I just wanted to put, <laughs> wanted to put that out there. If you had no clue what that song is about, that's what it's about. So like I just wanna say niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Who? I thought that song was about niggas. No, mm. I thought I, I thought it was about actual dogs, but it's about ugly women. Like y'all are y'all got shit. Like, you know what? We gonna stop calling y'all names, okay? That's why y'all have to be on the pill. That's how I feel. But um this was Melting Wax Podcast. Everybody say bye, get on your apps. Bye. At melting underscore wax podcast on Instagram. Bye. Yo.